everybody, this is Bevan. Welcome to Bevan, a femme over 40 and her friends podcast. I'm your host, Bevan. I've said my name three times. It's time to start the show. This is another solo episode um, inspired by a question from a real listener like you. Um, if you ever have questions for me, by the way, it's super helpful to know what content is going to be valuable for you. So shoot me an email, fatkiddanceparty at gmail.com. Uh, you can also send me on anchor.fm slash Bevan. You can send me a voice message and then I can play um, your question on the air. And I'm saying that with quotes because we're transcending time and space. This is not, this is recorded live, but it is not presented live. Um, anyway, so all that to say, I'm super excited to talk about spirituality today. I got a great question from somebody about what do I believe, how do I practice, and um, what, who do I suggest people follow if they're new on a spiritual path. And it's funny because I did, it's not funny, but it's just, I had already done an episode like this early on in my podcast. I think if you look in August of 2019 or September 2019, you'll find it. Um, but as a person who is constantly unfolding to the newest version of myself, um, I, there's a great leadership um, trainer called John Maxwell who, and he says, allow, he says, allow the, ask the God who made you to keep remaking you. So I like to rephrase it as ask the goddess who made me to keep remaking me. Um, and that's just like staying up on who am I and how am I unfolding and allowing myself to change, which is a natural part of life. We think about leaves and trees, right? Trees are constantly like releasing the leaves um, at that time of year and then growing fresh ones uh, when it's time to grow. So just remembering nothing in nature blooms all year round, neither do you. Uh, but you do keep unfolding. And so uh, something I just want to start this episode by saying is simply like, I don't care what you believe. Like it's not, I have no agenda about sharing this. I'm truly just sharing my experience because I myself have found a lot of nourishment and a lot of... Um, frankly, peace of mind in a world that is really wild, um, especially right now. But just like, honestly, um, it was the process of losing a lot of my friends and, you know, losing meaning they shuffled off the mortal coil and went into another room that I couldn't see anymore. Right. And so having access to spirituality really helped me make a lot of peace with that, um, with how many of my friends were dying, just to be very frank. Um, and it really like, for me, I just like care that you're kind and I care um, that you do something that nourishes you. So um, if you, you know, and if you believe in God, that's great. If you believe in the goddess, that's great. Um, I kind of think it's all the same energy. Um, I think it's the life force energy that causes a seed to, uh, when buried uh, and nourished with water and soil, becomes an oak tree, right? Or an acorn, I guess, becomes an oak tree. Or a seed becomes spinach or an apple seed becomes an apple tree. I believe that we are all seeded with the life force of God. Um, and it's what, it's what makes our human bodies so miraculous, like how we cut our arm and we just heal, right? Like there's just so much in that that we can't possibly even understand, even as advanced as our science gets. And truly, I think all advancements in humanity are from God. <laughs> so I really think it's just all connected, but that's just me. Um, but what I really want you to take from this is this is the most important spiritual tool you'll ever have, which is uh, to truly just recognize what resonates with your heart and then leave the rest. Um, a nice little slogan I learned in Al-Anon is take what you like and leave the rest. That has really freed me up spiritually. And truly it was entering Al-Anon recovery. It's 12-step recovery for folks who are affected by friends or family and alcoholism. And um, 
it changed my life. It was such a good choice I made. I was 31 years old. I had like, I think the fourth or fifth time in a row that, um, someone I loved, um, emotionally, like had a relationship with just ghosted me. And I was like, okay, I'm the common denominator here. (laughs) Just recognize that. And then I realized I needed to do something about it. And a kind friend of mine just suggested I go to Al-Anon and it really taught me how, just gave me permission, honestly, to seek a spiritual solution in my life. And it was like, almost like just turning a channel on a TV. And suddenly I was like, oh, I can be spiritual and this has meaning, right? Um, And so that's been really helpful. I got that slogan, take what you like and leave the rest. And then I just, it just opened me up to constantly continuing to add to my spiritual repertoire. And in this episode, I'm going to go through a whole lot of things that nourish me spiritually. Um, And so if you want to take notes, please take notes. um, And I'll tell you where to find all these people. Um, I also want to talk about um, just... For me, astrology has been super important in my spiritual development, especially in the last couple years. Um, it's just helping me make a lot of sense out of, out of the diversity of the human experience, right? Humans are just so different, but we have astrology to kind of explain all of our differing personalities and like both the benefits and the drawbacks or challenges um, in those aspects. And I just really believe like the way astrology works is um, we're, I, here's how I think it all works. This is just, and it's really through astrology. So astrology is like, um, typically if we're thinking about birth charts, right? It's like the map of the stars at your birth, like in, in the place. This is why time and place are relevant to, um, to your astrological chart. It shows you, um, where things are in the heavens, which informs aspects of our personalities. And I think that we're all here to learn things specifically to our soul's journey, whatever that happens to be. And, um, Uh, we're kind of put into the mix and some of us have a a clearer path than others in terms of what we're supposed to learn and how we're supposed to be here. And the older your soul is, I think the more specific um, what you're learning is. Um, I also believe uh, that we're not just like, it's not like I've been Bevan through time and space. I think I'm a quantum quantum souls is something I learned from Shaman Durek, who I'm going to talk about, someone who's nourished me a lot. Um, But he basically describes that we're all these different souls that get together through this, like, specific birth chart of this, like, you know, if it's me, right, this, this little baby girl born on Christmas Eve in 1978 at 10.49 p.m. in Vallejo, California. Um, You can look up my birth chart online, by the way. It's at astro.com, along with a lot of other celebrities. It's my favorite celebrity thing that ever happened to me is, like, having my birth chart. (laughs) Uh, This happened in, like, 2013 or something or 2012. Anyway, um, but born to a cancer mom and a Gemini dad, right? Like a very specific alchemy of like who you are and how you are in the world, right? And then like you kind of go from there and it's all like a mixture of free will choices and destiny. Um, And I really truly believe that what is for you will not pass you by. Um, That has helped me so much because I think frequently we get caught up in other people's ideas for what success looks like in our life. I talk about this in probably every episode, but, um, I think that we each individually have our unique dreams and goals. And so that's kind of informed by our spiritual path and our practice. Um, and I think like, you know, the universe is constantly self-organizing and, um, and of course, like, you know, destiny can take shape in lots of different ways. But I just kind of think that astrology is a big part of that. And it's given me a lot of peace around understanding the balance. Um, And honestly, like living in the forest for the last, 
I guess it's been a year and a half since I've lived here. Um, since November 2019. I don't know how long that's been. It's April 2021. Second pandemic April. There's been two Aprils in this pandemic. Um, and <laughs> in this time, <laughs> I really noticed like just empirically. And I love, I love empirical, um, as a word in terms of just like what you can observe, what's observable by you. And empirical astrology is literally like, you know, the astrologers may say, oh, Jupiter and Saturn are conjunct, which means they're, um, connected or like they overlapped uh, into this magic star that happened on like, uh, winter solstice in 2020. Right. Um, and I could see it coming, but I never saw it actually happen because it was, I live in the Pacific Northwest. It's always a roll the dice if you're going to be able to actually see the stars um, and they're not covered up by clouds. So it's totally covered by clouds. But it's interesting, right? Like to just straight up be able to see where Jupiter and Saturn are and to see that they're in the sign that they're in because they may say, oh, you know, like, I don't know what's going on in the, in the skies right now. I think the moon is in uh, Virgo. So, right. So based on like where the moon is, you can see it in the constellation. I don't know. It just gives me a lot of peace to like see things with my own eyes and understand things even better. Um, living a peaceful life that is more connected to celestial bodies and nature. Um, I think nature is a big part of my spiritual practice as well. Spending, um, I mean, my spiritual practice is, truly held up by my daily habits um, and my daily habit of walking in the woods um, for at least an hour every day, if not more. Um, and that is sometimes like, or it's always dancing in the woods too, at least 60 seconds. But then also sometimes I do yoga on the forest floor, right? So just lots of different ways to connect with nature. But for me, having that time and space to be in my brain and listen to music and synthesize, um, things that I've been learning, um, and, and kind of like, cause I think the work of the artist is to make the connections, um, that other folks don't make to uniquely use our perspective to filter the world, to then express, um, what we're seeing in the world. Right. And so that practice of just like detoxing from the internet, like I have no internet in the forest, I'm just walking. Right. And to be out there, even when it's rainy, uh, as long as the weather isn't totally dangerous, I'm out there. Um, and it's so grounding and cleansing and releasing and just letting Mother Gaia heal me, right? I mean, you know, <laughs> without being too dramatic about it, I really think it's a healing. Um, and also there's like a practice called forest bathing, which is, it's way simpler than it sounds. You just go in the forest and you just let the trees be part of your healing, right? That's forest bathing. So I do it every day. Um, and another big spiritual practice too is just... Um, I mean, meditation, of course, um, but like, you know, just being present to like what's going on and not needing to overthink. Um, I think we get really caught up in this idea that we have to solve things. Um, and some things like you have no control over and you just have to pray. And that's the only thing you can do is just pray. Um, and I just, yeah, like I can't recommend it enough to just have these little practices that just help you align. Um, I also think affirmations are a big part of my spiritual practice. Um, affirmations are statements, uh, in the present sort of, I am tense. So I am intentional is my first affirmation I say every day. And I'm getting, I'll say this proudly, I am getting more and more intentional, <laughs> but you're just saying things that you aspire, right? And anytime, um, I'm finding a negative thought pattern coming through. Um, I try to think of a mantra that's the opposite of that so I can affirm 
what I really want to be true. Um, and as you say that, your words just have so much power. Um, and so it helps to cement that. So that's all. Like I meditate first thing in the morning. Um, I do a devotional, which is some sort of reading that um, gets me closer to God. Uh, right now, <laughs> my book that I'm reading as my devotional is Urban Tantra, uh, which is about sacred sex and sexuality. But it's got a lot of good like breath and movement uh, stuff in it. Um, and, uh, and also like learning about sexuality. I think I, I just have a whole different perception of sex and sexuality now, um, a year into the pandemic. I think like my, my broader, um, connection to my own sexuality is just like even more expanded just cause like what even is assigned sex at birth? What even is gender? It's just so big and like how it influences sexuality, I think is just so nebulous and it's hard to even name it that for me, my queerness has just gotten bigger and more queer, which you know what? That's what the queer ancestors want. They just want us to to experience pleasure and joy and freedom. And, um, and that's what they fought for. And that's what I'm here to experience and joy. Um, James Baldwin said, your crown is bought and paid for. All you have to do is wear it. And truly, I think we're all anointed as our own royalty. Um, there is this weird idea that like just because you're born in one family in a specific birth order that then the right people die at the right time without having other kids that somehow you get to be royalty right but the truth is god has anointed each and every one of us this is what i believe um to be our own royalty and to be sovereign over our lives and to be a good positive kind influence on humanity as a whole but certainly every person that's in our life so that's that's what i believe <laughs> I really believe in the, in the goddess. Like I like a divine feminine, but I truly kind of think that God energy is all gender. It's not one or the other. Um, and I don't think there is a one or the other gender. I think there's a, a multiplex of gender, a universe of gender, um, that there's this idea in our culture that there's only a man planet and a woman planet. But I just think it's all the planets. It's wherever you want to go. Sometimes it's a comet. Sometimes it's a galaxy. Sometimes it's surfing the Milky Way, like a lazy river, right? Um, and it's just whatever you want it to be. And I think, um, gender, spirituality and sexuality are all very sacred. And, um, my, my spirituality has really influenced all of that. Um, okay. So places that I get spiritual nourishment. Um, the first and foremost one I want to shout out is Agape Spiritual Center. Um, it is the spiritual director. There is the Reverend Dr. M Michael Bernard Beckwith, uh, who I just adore, um, I joined Agape in uh, May of 2019. Um, my ex-fiance and I had broken up in February, and our spirituality was an intimacy that I really valued, um, and I really was like, huh, I'm going to miss this, so why don't I figure out a way to like nourish this like hole that I have now that this person has exited my life, um, and so I started going to church, um, and I went to a church that like super aligned with what I believed which is that like, you know, every human has value. Um, it's really, it's, he talks about, it's like anti-dogma, no religiosity, right? He talks, it's really like freeing people. Um, and it's not like trying to exert power and control on people. It's actually doing the opposite. It's empowering people to take leadership in their lives. And, um, and he says specifically, Michael Bernard Beckwith says that he's empowering leaders, which is something that I have definitely taken on myself because everything I do that I offer to people involves their own self-leadership. It takes a lot of self-leadership to show up to an aerobics class. Um, it takes a lot of self-leadership to grow and to nourish yourself, to listen to a podcast. Like, I just want to congratulate you for showing up to a podcast that, um, is about growth and being a better version of yourself. Right. And like, 
um, you know, I don't know how you got here, but you're here and I'm proud of you. Um, it takes a lot of leadership to like, not just watch the same friends rerun for the 40th time. Like as much as I love Jennifer Aniston, like I don't find a lot of spiritual nourishment in that. So anyway, uh, Michael Bernard Beckwith, I just, okay, so you could go to services, Agape, um, uh, the services are broadcast on Facebook Live and also on agapelive.com. So there's a live stream at both places. They have three services on Sundays. First is a meditation service and then there's two full services. I, what I do is I watch, um, I've been live streaming ever since I moved up here um, and now everyone's live streaming because it's the pandemic. Uh, but I watch uh, one full service and then I usually watch the other services sermon. So like going back and just figuring out where he started um, his sermon and just listening to it. Because he'll say some of the same things, but most of the time there's different nuances in each and I get a lot out of both. So um, that's how I do that. But then also he has a, a CD. Uh, it was a CD. Now it's like an album on Spotify, I guess. I don't know. I think it's still CD form if you if you like that. But anyway, it's called Transcendence. It is <laughs> 10 tracks of spiritual magic. I just, like eight of them are dance tracks and then two of them are more meditation-y, like kind of um, soothing stuff you'd listen to going to bed, right? But it is just incredible. I'm so grateful for it. I listen to it a lot. Um, I try to, so I do agape every Sunday as my church, but then I also actually seek to every day just have a little taste of agape just so that it's top of mind. Like these beliefs that I want to center, that we all have a purpose in life, um, and that we matter, right? Like just remembering the truth of us because the media is full of lies and full of uh, reasons for you to hate yourself because they're trying to sell stuff to you. Um, and I just like to be spiritually nourished instead. So one of the things I'll do is like I'll listen to um, another sermon or I'll listen to like just, you know, a song, something little, right? Maybe a little nugget and an Instagram uh, live or something, but I just really try to like have some of that be my inflow pretty much every day. Um, I am also a big fan of Esther Hicks. Esther Hicks, um, is a woman who channels an entity called Abraham Hicks, which I've understood to be like eight different entities that kind of like amalgamate together and speak through Esther. Um, but basically it's a law of attraction teaching, uh, that teaches you that the best and most important thing you can do is monitor the way you feel and your vibe and focusing on your joy and what lights you up. And the same mind that created the problem cannot receive the solution. Um, she talks a lot about her mantra, everything is always working out for me. Um, I love it so much. And I got the advice from, uh, the supermodel Emmy <laughs> when we were both teaching at the Project Heal camp called Camp Heal in September, 2019. Um, so Emmy said, uh, I was going through a really hard time at that point. I was like, you know, releasing my life in LA and like about to move up to the forest, super scared, did not know what was going on. And Emmy saw it in me and was like, do you listen to Esther Hicks? And I said, yes. She's like, listen to it every single day. And I was like, okay. And she said, and practice the, um, the emotional feeling of appreciation versus gratitude. Cause really like how I try to spend my days is I'm learning. I'm getting a little, um, out of my comfort zone, learning new stuff. Right. Um, also like risking things, like doing things that are a little out of my, cause everything you want is on the other side of fear. I talk about this all the time. Uh, so I try to do a little bit of that every day. 
Um, and I try to do a, a learning every day, but then I also try to just be in the present moment and appreciating where I'm at, doing a lot of gratitude practice, because um, you can't be grateful and afraid at the same time. Uh, you can't be grateful and frustrated at the same time. You can't be grateful and overwhelmed at the same time. Like your your mind is uh, really tuned into wanting these negative feelings, but if you can like focus on gratitude and appreciation, it really just changes the game. But learning that difference, that feeling tone between appreciation and gratitude is actually really helpful for me. So I, um, I consume Esther Hicks on YouTube. Um, I really highly recommend if you find her rampage of ease on YouTube, that's a good one. I listen to that a lot frequently, but you know, I also just listen to like, uh, Abraham Hicks, um, thing, uh, pretty much every single day. It's one of my daily habits. Um, and there's also a podcast, which I don't love the podcast. Um, but I like having the option of being able to just listen rather than like a YouTube video. Um, and let's, and they're all like these 15 minute clips. It's like kind of abrupt that they get cut off, but whatever. Oh, I also am very nourished by Shaman Durek. Um, he is, a. I think a fourth generation African shaman, maybe sixth generation. Um, he's incredible. He, I've learned so much from him. Um, like I take cold showers now because he taught me about that and how that vitalizes you. Um, he is on Instagram. Best way to interact with him. I think is Instagram. I like to take his, I've taken his workshops in person. Um, I, uh, and some of my fat kid dance party moves are from shamanic healing maneuvers. I've learned from shaman Durek. Um, I also, I've taken his woke shops that are online on zoom now. Uh, super great. And, um, he has a podcast that's incredible. I've, I, I've frequently binge listened to his podcast. Um, so anyway, he is just such a nourishing guy and such a great teacher and really passionate about unplugging people from the matrix, which so am I. So I learn a lot from him. He actually really is the reason why I changed my name from Queer Fat Femme on Instagram to Bevan's Party was because he really challenged me about identity politics. And he's like, identities um, and getting so niched into your identities create separation. And he's like, the truth is we're all unique individuals, but we're all having kind of this like collective energetic experience. Um, and so it, it just challenged me because I really was like, well, then why was this so meaningful to me? And what I saw in that for me was that I needed those identities in order to heal in a, in a fat phobic, uh, homophobic, femme phobic, uh, flamboyant phobic, anti-erotic society. Like there's a lot of liberation in finding your people. Right. Um, but then I also kind of realized in that space, like I used to believe that just because someone was a queer fat femme that meant that I could trust them. Uh, that's totally not true. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, the, the call is coming from within the house. You cannot necessarily trust people just based on their identities. You got to actually really get to know what red flags are and learn them and believe them the first time, uh, when a red flag is shown. So all that to say, like it, I learned so much from Shaman Durek. I really appreciate him. He's always growing. Um, I really like love his Instagram and definitely tune into his woke Wednesday readings are really good. Um, another teacher I love Marianne Williamson, who was also a candidate for president. Um, Marianne Williamson is an incredible teacher of a uh, course in miracles, which is something I'm, I think I'm still on like day 75 of a course in miracles. I have not finished it yet. Um, it's like 365 days, but a course in miracles is a channeled work, um, that, 
I think just kind of teaches you how to have a heart of Jesus. And it's really the Christed consciousness, which I believe is like a true love for other humanity. Um, if you want to hear more about how I like and love Jesus, um, my episode with Saline Osman uh, from December 2020 um, is super great. I've gotten a lot of great feedback about that. People really resonated with how we talked about Jesus. Um, I would call myself a Christ follower, someone who loves Jesus. Um, I, if we're talking in astrology terms, I'm a, a divine feminine nature, witchy sun, a Jesus moon, and Jewish rising, just based on, um, you know, spending six years partnered um, to a Jewish woman and just getting super immersed in Jewish culture. So uh, all that to say, The Course in Miracles really teaches you, I think, the heart of Jesus, which is the powerful part. It's the way of really loving people and not judging them and, and really having a heart to connect and love without um, needing to focus on the separations, right? Um, and so Marianne Williamson teaches a lot about that, but also the intersections of, like, politics and systemic uh, oppression and all of that kind of stuff comes up in her work. Highly recommend her book, Tears to Triumph. Um, it is on Audible. That's how I have it. Um, and I just will go in and listen to any part of it, um, out of order, doesn't matter, um, especially when I'm having a hard time. And I've, t I've shared about this in episodes about um, suicidal thoughts in the past, but that's what I use is I use that book. Um, but I also, I mean, A Return to Love is her most famous book. Um, she is, uh, she's also on Instagram, but I think like the most nourishment I get from her is from her books. Um, I also, uh, you know, speaking of Jesus, I love Joel Osteen. Um, Joel Osteen is not the best when it comes to politics around gay people, but his sermons don't talk about that stuff. His sermons talk about how to like have an uplifted, positive, optimistic approach to God. Um, I really love his sermons. Um, I think they really lift me up and help me remember how to think. Um, and in some of my really toughest times, his podcast of his sermons um, has been something that I could use to replace the toxic thoughts in my head. And so I'm grateful for him. Um, it is a very much a take what you like and leave the rest kind of thing when somebody is like kind of questioning your very right to be married to the people you love. But I don't pay him any money. He just gives it freely. So um, I feel like that's a good use of my time and energy. Um, I also really love his book, Your Best Life Now. He has a lot of books, but that one I think is the best one. Um, and it's on Audible and I listen to it a lot and it has really helped me like approach the world and up level my potential um, and and see myself the way God sees me. And, and that's what Joel sort of nourishes for me. Um, Scott K. Smith um, is a teacher I love. I met him when I was living in LA. Um, he, I, I've done body work and healing with Scott in person. Um, but I've found so much nourishment from his Patreon page. Um, so he has a Patreon, um, it's patreon.com slash Scott K. Smith. Um, and he is a uh, witchy, he's a Reiki master, uh, teacher, um, has like, and I say witchy, but like actually an ordained, uh, high priest from the temple of witchcraft. So like a legit certificate holding witch. Um, but also just, I think, uh, an incredible teacher and, um, just so many traditions I've learned, um, through Scott. Uh, he teaches a lot on runes and altar spaces and like a true next level of, uh, witchcraft. And also I've learned a lot from Scott about protection, which has been really valuable. So I could not recommend Scott enough. Um, and also like Scott's like all these other people I've talked about so far, like pretty high profile. Scott is not. Scott is like just a regular sort of person. So I would say like if you're looking to be nourished, um, focus on the people who's like, I mean, I've been a supporter of Scott's on Patreon 
gosh, for at least a couple years. Um, and part of that is just because I believe tithing, I believe in tithing 10% or more. I would, my goal for being a wealthy woman is to be able to live on 10% of my income and tithe 90. Um, that's obviously like a big goal that will hopefully happen. But like, I think tithing is anywhere that you receive spiritual nourishment. And I also believe like part of tithing is mutual aid and redirecting funds um, to where they're needed, to people who, who need the, the support. So Scott is definitely a tithe that I love. And I think, you know, you can also tithe to artists to nourish you. It doesn't have to be a healer or a spiritual teacher. Um, it can be anybody who brings you spiritual nourishment. There's some folks, um, online who I get a lot of nourishment from and I support, um, a, like a, a nonprofit that they support. So on there, like, it's basically like my way of like it's tithing for that spiritual nourishment is through this nonprofit, right? Um, so anyway, uh, who else? Kyle Cease. I love Kyle. Um, he's, he started as a comedian and then kind of became like a spiritual teacher. Um, he is actually kind of who inspired me to start going to Agape. I, I actually went to my first Agape service with Scott K. Smith. So that's how that all, to see Marianne Williamson, it all ties together, right? Uh, but Kyle Cease had been talking about Agape in his classes that I was taking, um, and so that's kind of what really inspired me to like become a member. But Kyle's basically like an on the ground, um, living your spiritual life, really living out your potential and releasing the matrix sort of teacher. But his biggest teaching is meditation um, and like meditating for like at least an hour every day and like going within and, and exploring and growing. Um, he has a membership. Uh, it's called his Absolutely Everything Pass. You can get it at kylecease.com, and I'm part of that membership. And I consider it a tithe because I get so much spiritual nourishment out of it. Um, and if you're part of that membership, if you get into that membership, check out in September 2019, uh, during this time that was a big fall apart for me, you'll see me. It's like the last uh, week in that September 2019, you'll see me as the special guest on that episode of The Coaching Call. And, um, I was definitely life falling apart, but Kyle did say Facky Dance Party was a billion dollar business and it felt so affirming to have, uh, someone who I admired and learned from, uh, tell me that my business was great. So, and has a lot of potential. So hopefully, hopefully someday it will be a billion dollar business so that I can live on 10%. I would live on way, way less than 10% of a billion dollars. I'll say that because you don't need, I'll say that the, here's something about wealth that I learned is that, um, really living an eight figures life, maybe a nine figures life, like is the most you could ever spend in your lifestyle. Being a billionaire is hoarding wealth. So, um, I'm not a wealth hoarder. I'm a river, not a reservoir. Um, okay. Let's see. Uh, the Long Island Medium has been a big teacher of mine. I love her. Her books are incredible. Um, the first book she wrote, There's More to Life Than This, um, is super great. Uh, and that really late if I listened to him on audiobook, she, she gets a ghostwriter. So someone's writing for her, but she's doing the reading. Um, and it's kind of an awkward read, but it's actually super endearing because she has such a specific voice. Um, and, uh, anyway, I just love, uh, Teresa Caputo and she taught me a lot. I basically believed 80% of what she said in that book and then just kind of fill in the gaps, um, with the other stuff that resonated and learned so much about that and the afterlife and, and all of that. And it's helped me a lot with grieving and grief. Um, her other books are also great. Um, and, uh, you can't make this stuff up, I think is the second book. And then the third book is called Good Grief, uh, which is about grieving. 
Um, anyway, it's fun. And it's also fun because she keeps learning more. Um, and uh, you can kind of hear the progression in her books. So I really enjoy that about her. Um, I love Colin from Queer Cosmos. I had him on the podcast in December. I find him so nourishing, so uplifting. Um, he's on Instagram, Queer Cosmos. Definitely, definitely watch his little, he, he does these great like three minute IG stories or, or IGTV episodes about um, astrology and relationships and relationship skills. And I think one of the most important things that my spirituality helps me do is connect heart to heart to other people. Um, and the more you learn relational skills, the easier it is to connect and the less prickly parts you have, um, that keep you from connecting. Um, so I super love Colin, uh, Chris Corsini, tarot. Um, Chris is on, um, Instagram, Chris Corsini. Um, and, um, he's a queer astrologer, uh, not astrologer, queer tarot reader, um, Reiki practitioner, uh, he does workshops. Um, I've been taking his moon, uh, workshops. He does like a new moon and a full moon workshop. It's been really great. Um, those are free on YouTube or pay what you can on YouTube. Um, but freely available if you're not a person with cash. Uh, and, uh, his like astrology tarot readings are really good. Like, I just love it. I, I find him like vibrationally exciting. Um, and he has a new podcast out. Um, and just really appreciate how he teaches about living that Lux life, um, and like really living in alignment with who you're meant to be. Um, I also get a lot of nourishment from folks who I work with directly. So Claire, my laughter yoga teacher, um, you can listen to her uh, episode with me. Um, uh, must've been, maybe it was November or January, uh, but look for Claire Coughlin Powell. She teaches laughter yoga, but like it's a super important spiritual practice for me to connect breath and movement, um, and to laugh anyway. And it's really helped me like in this pandemic to just stay higher vibration, um, and to find the lightness by just having a laughter practice. Even if it's just a half an hour a week on this laughter club, it's meant everything to me. I organize my whole life around it. It's super important to me. So I'm so appreciative to Claire for like holding that ministry and holding that space. Um, I also really love, uh, Noemi. Um, she is an anxiety coach and yoga teacher. I, I interviewed her on the podcast about plant medicine, um, sometime in the fall. Uh, she's super rad and she's doing anxiety coaching now. So if you want someone to be like kind of hands on the ground with you, um, helping you work through your anxiety and finding natural remedies, she's big into plant, uh, remedies, essential oils and things like that. So there's a lot you can do, uh, with her, but I find, um, it's hard to let go. Spirituality is a lot about letting go of what you can't control. And that is very anxiety triggering for a lot of us. Um, and she's an incredible, um, space of nourishment for that. She's on Instagram as yoga with sparks. Um, uh, Noemi sparks is her name. Uh, but she's rad. Definitely connect with her. Um, and then, uh, Sasha, uh, is loves to giggle on Instagram. I've mentioned her on the podcast a bunch of times. She's amazing. She's a yoga instructor, ganja yoga instructor. Um, and I love her email list. Like I get so nourished just from her emails. Um, she's always got the astrology of the day. Um, she's been, she kind of comes in and out of teaching yoga, but she's been teaching every Tuesday, um, this month and it's been cool to get to connect with her um, in, in a body way. But, um, she was actually how I got started doing moon ceremonies, like every other week, like, you know, full moon, new moon, just like checking in with myself. What is new? What am I releasing? Like, 
and like just kind of vibing to the astrological clock has been super helpful. So um, when she stopped doing her moon ceremonies, that's when I switched over to Chris Corsini. Um, but it's been really like an important practice for me to like follow the moon. So um, you can find um, Sasha loves to the number two giggle on um, Instagram and then definitely click the link to sign up for her email list because it's super valuable. Um, a little shout out, uh, to Channy Nicholas, the astrologer. Um, I like her app a lot. Um, I don't pay for it yet, but, um, uh, it's like 12 bucks a month, I think, or maybe 15 bucks a month. It's like a good price for self-care, um, as a subscription. Um, and, uh, if you think of it as like a self-care app, right. Rather than like being like, Oh, what am I paying for, for astrology? Right. But she's really good. And I actually, I have the apps notifications on, on my phone, which is if you understood, what a rarity that is. I keep no notifications on on this phone. Like, I don't even, like, let phone calls interrupt me. But I let those happen from Channy because I want to see what's happening in the stars. And they're just, they're bringing me value. So, um, anyway, so the Channy app I love. If you're dipping your toes into astrology, I would definitely poke around on that. Um, and then just some, a couple of little bonuses uh, recently, uh, or not recently. I followed Kelly Hampton. So she's the person I was talking about, like, I give to the nonprofit she supports. So she is a blogger, a mom of three uh, with two stepkids in addition. Um, and I've been following her for over 10 years because her daughter is now, like, uh, 11. And I her daughter was a baby <laughs> when I first started following her. But she advocates for folks with special needs. But she truly, like, embodies... I think a very ministerial life, like where you're just, um, in, she, she calls her blog enjoying the small things. And it's truly about like finding everyday magic. Um, and also watching her grow too. She and I are the exact same age. We're born like three days apart. Um, and I watched her from like having a messy house and being frustrated with it all the time to like really developing systems and organization. And it like has inspired me to kind of boss up in my life. And she takes holidays so seriously because they bring her so much joy. So she's really festive. And I learn a lot about being festive and choosing the festive stuff, even when it's a hassle to do that extra work. I think those are like really beautiful things. Like when you're creating, um, a home that vibes you up like that, that's just like, to me, like the small things in life that have a huge impact on your spirit. And I always want to be able to keep my spirit high. Uh, so I get a lot of nourishment from her. And then recently, this is my recent deep dive and this shows you how open-minded I am. Um, so Jordan page of funcheaporfree.com. I had heard of her before, but I'd never really dove in. And then I don't even know what happened or how I started diving in, but it's like, I haven't watched Netflix in like a month. I haven't watched um, anything but binge watching her videos on YouTube. She has so much content. She's really inspired me, um, mostly about like how she creates a relationship with her audience. But I found her um, like she, you know, so I'll watch like whatever videos there are. And she did a Q and A. She's a Mormon. And so, you know me, like if you listen to this podcast, you know, I have a ton of former Mormon friends. I know a lot about Mormonism through people who used to be Mormon. Right. But it's rare that I actually get to know, um, get to quote unquote, no, this is like an internet person. Right. But you know, get to know someone who's an active practicing Mormon, um, and learn about it from her. And like, and I love what she says. Like, she's like, as long as you're kind and believe in God, like that's all I care about. Right. 
Um, she's like, I'm not trying to push it on anybody, uh, which is like not what you hear about Mormons because it's really evangelical. But um, anyway, I just like get a lot of nourishment from her because I think she's very heart led and adds a lot of value. Um, and what I like about it, this is me really following my spiritual call, right? Like I'm noticing like this is probably just starting in February. So it's only been a couple months of this like binge into <laughs> what Jordan Page can offer. But I feel like my life has been up leveled because she's so into productivity and frugal living and she teaches a lot. And so I just learned a lot about capacity um, and like how to kind of simplify little aspects of my life so that I can do more and add more value to the world. Cause that's really all I care about is adding value and not wasting my time. Um, and there's a lot of time leaks that we have, um, because we get really caught up in like the things that are barriers to our productivity. So I've learned a lot from her and like, and it's also freed me up cause like a lot of people, like this is a good quote that I learned, uh, recently is like Kobe Bryant said, um, when they hate you, it's a good sign because they only hate the great ones. They don't hate the good ones. Um, so it's like a sign of greatness, right? So she has a lot of detractors on the internet. Um, and she still persists in creating content and adding value to people. She did a good IG stories thing just, uh, the other day about like, someone was like, I miss the old Jordan. All you do now is advertise, which I don't really think is true. I think she's a master at like organically weaving in the things that she can offer that are available for sale or things that she has discount codes for with like actual content of her real life. She does a, a really beautiful job of that. So if anybody thinks they're following someone for free on the internet and that person isn't entitled to sell or utilize their platform to make money, especially if they have a lot, a big following and like that's part of how they support their family. Like I just think you're having wildly unrealistic expectations of people um, so anyway, I've learned a lot from her and that's part of my spiritual practice is folk is noticing what lights me up and who lights me up and who I want to learn from and doing more of that rather than like, again, watching a friend's rerun for the 40th time. I am instead like connecting and learning more about someone who nourishes me and can help me kind of reach my potential more. So anyway, I hope this was valuable to you. It is always my goal to provide value to you with this podcast and everything else I do. I just started blogging again at queerfatfem.com. Still feel awkward about that username, but we're doing our best because that's the URL I own and I'm, I don't have any money for extra different URLs. <laughs> Um, but anyway, uh, you can find me there. You can find me on Instagram at Bevan's party. Um, of course at fat kid dance party and the best way to support this podcast, if it does provide value to you is patreon.com slash FKDP Patreon P A T R E O N dot com is a membership support site that allows folks like you to support creators like me who create work that adds value to them. Something that is definitely in line with what we talked about today that I'm offering there is I'm doing a series of 12 little mini classes, like 10 minutes or so about different spiritual self-care practices I have. It's my 12 pillars of spiritual self-care. Um, in the first month we talked about using dragons in our spiritual practice. Second month, um, I talked about my daily spiritual hygiene and what I do, um, to help keep myself clean and clear hygienically with spirits. I mean, if you're an empath, which is just someone who absorbs other people's energy, you want to have a hygiene practice. Otherwise you're just walking around feeling everyone else's feelings and not feeling your own and clearing your own. Um, in month three, we talked about, um, crystals 
and how I use crystals for healing. And now this month I am doing a video about altar spaces and setting up altar spaces. So you can find all of that at patreon.com slash FKDP, which stands for Fat Kid Dance Party, which is my aerobics class for anyone who feels left behind by mainstream fitness. If you've ever been called too fat, too much, or felt too awkward to dance, this is the supportive class for you. Um, at any level of Patreon support, you get access to my Zoom aerobics classes. Uh, for $5 a month, you get access to one video per month of a, an aerobics class that I film in the woods. Um, I hike out into the woods and I film a class every single week for my $25 a month membership, which is the full Fat Kid Dance Party live membership. It's called live simply because it used to be me recording actual live classes, uh, but now that those don't exist in person anymore, there is a menu of classes that are available. There's always a 10 minute, a 20 minute, two 55 minute classes, a chair aerobics class, and a 45 minute canna size class. A canna size is simpler choreography for use with an optional cannabis experience. All that plus bonus workout videos from other body positive instructors I love. We have this little underground swap that we do. So if you are interested in that at all or just find value in it, patreon.com slash FKDP. And also please get on my email list so that I can remind you about Zoom classes. We have a fun community happening. We have a Discord server where we're connecting um, and you can literally meet people from aerobics online. It's so much fun. Um, and anyway, just thanks so much for tuning in. I think you're the bee's knees. You're obviously someone who cares about um, having a broader experience of the world and like really nourishing and up-leveling how um, I experience the world through my spirituality has been something that has paid dividends like exponentially and I think only will continue to. So I feel really grateful that I'm living a life that feels very spiritually aligned, which by the way, spiritual alignment feels a lot like a jolly free fall because there's a lot of uncertainty in spiritual alignment. Like if you want a certain path, you got to go one way. Um, that you, you go the way everyone else goes, but that's maybe not the way you're supposed to go, right? So I feel really certain that right now I'm doing what Bevan is meant to be doing in this world uniquely as her right now. And um, I know that you are alive uh, when you're listening to this. <laughs> I like to say at the end of my Instagram stuff in 2021 for a reason, but like maybe you're listening to this in 2023 or 2025, right? So you're alive whenever this is happening for you for a purpose. We need you. You're important. Thanks for tuning in. Talk next week.